0: For anyone who wants to start a business, do not do what I did. (laughs) You know, go for it, have fun with it, don't be embarrassed, because it doesn't matter what other people think, but I have since learned that since I was 13, but I was definitely very scared what other people would think when I was younger. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> how old are you? Um really good job.
1: There you go. Thanks, Ed.
2: So are we recording now? We recording?
1: Wait, so, Wait, so we're are we are we actually starting from the beginning? Yeah we Okay. <laughs> hey Matt, good morning. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm good. Uh, how was
2: your drive over at St. Mattel Park today?
1: Yeah, I no, it was pretty good. Uh little like still uh riding the high from being on Winnipeg Wilden. Yeah, we woke we woke up to
2: being on Winnipeg Wildin, which was pretty cool, and I think they have what five k, uh, no. 11.3. point k. Yeah, Damn, I'm even morning. more surprised now. <laughs> 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 the reason this feels somewhat scripted is because we did this before. <laughs> but anyway, uh, welcome back to the Tool for Eyes Podcast, where we document the rise and starting with Winnipeg's talent and personalities. We're back here at Saint Mattel Park for another outdoor one. This one's a, this time is much nicer outside. Yeah, we got a nice beautiful. fire going,
1: and yeah, we're here. We got we got a special guest today as well. Yeah, today our guest is a uh, young entrepreneur uh, who has made a statement with her company Groovy Gal Clothing. Uh, So I'd like to welcome the talented Mia Carlin.
0: Hello, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) Thanks for coming. So
2: your name's Mia Carlin. Yes. And for those of you who know, our producer's name is Matt Carlin, who's sitting right across from me now. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys have known each other for a while, I assume.
0: Yep, 16 (laughs) years.
2: 16 years. How's that like? What's that like knowing the infamous producer?
0: He's a great brother. There you go. Helps me out a lot. He helps out a lot with my business as well, so Uh, very nice. Speaking of business.
2: Speaking of business. Groovy Gal Clothing, that's, Yes, that's your business. Talk us through what it is and how you started it.
0: Um, Groovy Gal Clothing is a business I started when I was about 13 years old. Um, it's I thrift clothing, I upcycle clothing, and I hand make accessories. Um yeah, I when I started, I was very young, didn't really know what I was doing too much. Um, had a lot of help from my brother, my mom, and my sister. Um, but yeah, I didn't really know too much about what I was doing. So the, the start was definitely slower, um, but it grew fast and bigger than I ever imagined. So it's been doing very well.
1: Um, and so... With starting this, um, was there a reason why you decided to upcycle clothing instead of just selling uh, like new clothes? or?
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up, I've always been very environmentally aware. Um, we grew up in a household where we never used plastic bags, always had my Tupperware going to school for my lunches, um, used metal straws since I was young, um, so... And I'm also a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for about five, six years now. Wow. Um, yeah. So I've always been very all about the environment. So um, when I heard that, I actually know the st- statistic. <laughs> um, uh, around The average Canadian throws out about 81 pounds of textiles per year, which is a lot.
2: Wow. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Um, so when I heard that, um, I wanted to do something about that because I actually learned that in a school project when I was younger. It was just something that came up, and I was like, wow. And it was something that really hit home because I am someone that loves to shop. I Fashion has always been a big part of my life, um, and I was doing this to the environment without really knowing. Um, so then I thought it would be a great idea to take older clothing and make them fit the new styles and trends. Um, We live in a society of a lot of consumerism Mm -hmm. and uh, brands and websites come out with, you know, new collections every like two weeks and have new styles and trends very often. So I thought it'd be a really good idea to take the older clothes and make them fit the new trends and styles so we don't have to throw out as much textiles.
2: That's actually amazing. The fact that the fact that you you realize that how important the environment and all this is at a a very young age as well. And and the fact that you're actually doing something about it. A lot of people will talk about, you know, how important the environment is and especially now more than ever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, very few people actually go and take that first step.
0: Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely came from my family. My, my mom was very all about the environment. So was my grandma. And now we are all about the environment and, yeah, it's nice it's nice to see that we have now come to a point where we are realizing that it's something that we have to work on and better but um yeah i'm i think we have to do more doing and less just talking about it but we are we are doing a lot better which i am very happy about
1: yeah that, that's very impressive that uh started that at such a young age thank very, you I'm very impressed thank you so so you started at age 13
0: mm-hmm.
1: so
2: how like I'm, I'm just I'm just curious like <laughs> a 13 year old Mia is just somehow did, did you have any other brands or anything that you modeled it after or was it just
0: it was just I like I don't know if you guys know internet girl but she's a very big inspiration of mine but she's actually from She's from Canada. I believe she's from Winnipeg, but I'm not totally sure. But she is now lives in America, has many followers and now creates clothing. She also started off doing what I do, which is something that inspired me. But yeah, my biggest inspiration was just the environment and helping out the environment, because that is something that I have always, you know, loved and thought very deeply about.
1: Yeah, for, for anyone else who is a big, uh, or, or for anyone else who cares a lot about the environment, I actually uh, was at the grocery store the other day and found these, uh, like, reusable parchment paper. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I actually tried it out last night. Yeah. And it's perfect, you know, like, because, <laughs> uh, you know, like, when you're using parchment paper, you just throw it out yeah, after. Yeah. So, I imagine, like, you end up throwing out a lot in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for someone who bakes and cooks a lot, um, this stuff, like you just, uh, rinse it off, you know, a little scrub with the soap <laughs> and water. Nice. Um, and it actually just like kept all like the grease and everything on the parchment paper and none of it actually leaked out onto the pan. So that was wow. kind of huge. That's good. There, there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot
2: of products out there and a lot of more, a lot more companies are going towards the, you know, greener route. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah
1: very nice to see.
0: Mhm. Also like clothing brands and like um are even doing like vegan lines and stuff, which I think is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so <laughs> when you when you started off your company, uh like did did you have like the support of your friends and all that?
0: Uh yeah, I actually when I first started, I was very um embarrassed about it. Um I didn't tell anyone. I I actually made sure that my sister didn't follow me for the first I don't know how long so that their her followers couldn't see that she was following me and come up in like the suggested. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, I was very very low key about it. Um but uh I actually had my first pop-up shop and my friends my friends mom's friend was <laughs> long line but um had a business kind of like mine and we are now actually friends and um she found my um stand at the pop-up shop and bought things from me and she just gave me so much support and then people started following me yeah. from my school and I was very scared and worried but it has now worked out perfectly so many people from my school, um, wear my stuff. And it's really nice to see, I like see them on Instagram and they post my clothing and they'll like tag my, um, -hmm. Instagram. And it's really cool to see that they're just trying to, you know, put the word out that I have a business, which is really cool.
2: Why, uh, why, if you don't mind me asking, why were you embarrassed when you first started?
0: I don't know, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) like looking back, like it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it was because I was, when I first started, I was very hesitant. Um, you know, being 13, I didn't know too much what I was doing. Um, I just knew I loved fashion and I just wanted to go with it. Um, it actually took me like, I had the idea probably a, almost a year in advance from before starting my business. And, um, I didn't come up with the name of my business till probably four months after that. So I was just very scared that it was going to flop, I think, because I didn't really know much of what I was doing. And I was very indecisive and didn't know, you know, much of anything. So I think I was just very scared of it to flop. And for anyone who wants to start a business, do not do what I did, (laughs) you know, go for it, have fun with it. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what other people think, but I have since learned that since I was thirteen, but I was definitely very scared what other people would think when I was younger.
1: Right. Yeah, you can't be a you can't be afraid to fail.
0: You can't yeah. be afraid to fail.
1: And th- those are the things that help you too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there has there's setbacks all the time, but there's something that push you forward and you know, I sometimes have sales that or I have like a live sale and no one buys anything and you know that's okay and I just I, I get feedback and I I learn what to do better next time and it has since helped me with those so setbacks are good
1: yeah. uh, so the name groovy gal clothing uh, how did that come up and like does that like pertain to the certain style that your clothes have
0: actually yes I don't know if I knew that back then but Groovy is really 70s, you know, disco and oh. all that, which I love the 70s vibe. It is the clothing, the bell-bottoms, the the funky patterns, the floral is something I've always loved growing up. I don't think I knew that, that that was 70s, um, but it just worked out because I loved the word groovy. I thought Groovy Gal worked well. It was actually orig- originally um Groovy Girl but Groovy Girl is a doll brand I believe and so I found that out and I was like oh I can't do that <laughs> you had to it. I had to change it but I love I'm actually glad that Groovy Gal worked out because I love that so much more and it's actually Groovy Gal is supposed to be me which is the Groovy Gal that sells the clothing because um we I have talked about this with some people that they think like they're the groovy gals, which I also believe that like the people that buy from me, but I don't want it to be, um, only one gender that buys my clothing or, you know, anything like that. So I, I am the groovy gal that sells clothing to all the groovy people.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so when you started your business, what was the first step? Like you were, you're 13 years old. So mm-hmm. what is it, do you do some research before getting in? Do you definitely.
0: You- definitely. Research was something that I did. I did a lot of talking to other local businesses. Um, the, the environment um, of the local businesses in Winnipeg is amazing. So many people were willing to help me and, you know, talk to me about what to do. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely what was... The first step. Yeah, definitely the first step was just getting, you know, knowledge on you know, how to better my company, I did a lot of, um, posts, um, of, you know, inspiration, if I didn't have like as much inventory yet, but yeah, I did a lot of just, um, yeah, just, just posting and showing that I am there and, you know, just, it's slowly progressed from there.
1: Yes. Which ways or how have you been able to grow your company?
0: Hmm, good question. So, um, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so, a really good way to grow your business that has really helped me are giveaways. Um, I know you guys have done a giveaway. Yep. 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 Um, and it has helped. And I've said this to people before um, not only does it help you, but you're giving back to the people that support you, which is amazing because. You know, you just want to show how much that they mean to you, which is immensely, Um, but a good way is giveaways. And even better is what we do is I get together with a bunch of local um, businesses and we all collaborate and put something in um, from our business. If it's like food or, you know, clothing or jewelry, and we all put it in a giveaway together And it's really nice because my followers now see all of their, um, uh, goods and all of their followers see my inventory. And it's really, it's really nice. It's a big, big way to, um, get more buzz around your business. Um, another way is pop-up shops, which I used to do a lot of, I used to do about two to three a year before COVID happened. Um, but those are really nice because again it's just you getting with um, multiple people from around Winnipeg and selling what you make or you know what what you're selling and it's just really nice to get with a bunch of people sometimes we do giveaways for the pop-up shops, which is really nice so we do like um, enter this giveaway and you'll get fifty percent off or fifty dollars off of um, the the stands at the pop up shop, which is really nice, but uh, yeah, I think a big way is definitely getting uh, together with other local businesses um, and helping each other out.
2: And, and and you gotta get your eyes right. You gotta get people to see your yeah. Yourself. That's
0: a that's a big thing is just getting yourself out there, which yeah. is definitely something that was something that's why it took me so long to kind of get where I was because I wanted to shelter my business. Mm-hmm for so long because I was really nervous, but it's, yeah, it really is. You just want to get yourself out there. You want to get the views, the, you know, just to get your information or inventory or clothing or whatever you're selling or wanting other people to see, to see it, which is, yeah, a very big part.
2: And and especially if you provide the value that you are Mm -hmm. and and you have a message behind what you're doing. Yeah. I think
0: that's, yeah, very important.
2: Yeah. So after, after you started, right? How long did it take for your business to actually pick up, you would say?
0: Um, I actually... my I got asked to be in my first pop-up shop around five months after I started it. Okay. Which was yeah. really cool, yeah. Um, and I was so happy. I actually... I think that was like... I think I only made like about less than 10 sales before that. And mm-hmm. I was so small. And I was so so excited i like ran to my mom and i was like mom like
1: <laughs> i need
0: to go to this like yeah. I, there is no way i'm missing this um but yeah this uh girl dm'd me and was like hey like i'm having a pop-up shop um would you like to be in it and i was like yeah i'd love to be um so then i got to meet all the people that were also in the pop-up shop which was really nice it was about mm, 30 vendors um but yeah we all met we even like had i effort- forget what we did there was like a there was a day where we all just met and like (laughs) we actually all met each other in person and we had some food um and then we all saw each other at the pop-up shop and we you know all hung out and I still like I still to this day talk to the girl that asked me for my first uh pop-up shop and she's a really big supporter of my business which is really cool but yeah I think that definitely did help which was I'm very grateful for her that she asked me, but that, that did help the progression of the, uh, the business.
1: Yeah. It must be really important to like build those relationships with other people. Yeah.
0: Building the relationships is very big and also just not even for the business, but the relationships I've made just for myself is amazing. I have met some people that are now some, I'd say really close friends and, um, yeah, and we just we share ideas, we go over things and it's it's really cool. And um recently some of my friends have actually started their own business which go. is really cool. So now we talk about, you know, what we can do and they ask me questions. They ask you for advice, I yeah, assume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really it's really nice to see. Yeah.
1: Um, so do you have uh any goals for groovy out clothing?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'd say when I when I started this off, I did not think it was gonna get as big as it is right now. Um my goal for like a lifetime goal I had was to hit one thousand followers and I actually am at one point three K, which is I think that's done. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. When I hit that I was just I was screaming. It was yeah, it was crazy. Um but yeah, that was actually like that was supposed to be like the shooting far and I got that. So that was crazy, but, um, I am in grade 11. So thinking about university is on my mind. Um, and I was actually thinking about going to Ryerson university, um, for fashion. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hopefully bring my business with me because Ryerson is in Toronto. Um, and hopefully the education I get there will help me one day get a storefront for Groovy Gal Clothing and, you know, grow my business even bigger, which I am very excited for.
2: So, so walk us through like the process, right? So, you you go to a thrift store, you get mm-hmm. you get a piece of clothing. So from start to finish until someone buys it, what does that look like?
0: Um, so there's actually a lot of there's a lot of different things you can do um, with upcycling. That's one of my favorite parts about it is just how big the The bubble is that you can just do so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that I love to do is get jeans from the thrift store. And I love either painting them or taking old scrap fabrics um, that I have and um, sewing designs on jeans. That's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) Um, So what that would look like is I'd go to the thrift store, I'd get a pair of jeans. um, I'd go to the thrift store, I'd get a pair of jeans, and then I have a bunch of um scrap fabrics that I've had for since I started. Um, and then I come home and I get my sewing machine out and I either I sometimes hand sew them but sometimes I do um use a sewing machine and then I sew those all up and then what I do is before COVID I had models that would come over and, you know, yep. take pictures of them wearing it. But currently it has been me um my mom, my sister and my brother's girlfriend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that has been modeling. Um so I take pictures of it. I get the whole setup going with the backdrop and the, the ring light and I take the pictures and then I upload the pictures to um the Instagram and then um someone DMs me asking to buy it. I then um mark it as sold. And then I package it up. And then I either, depending on where they live, I either drop it off or they pick it up or I deliver it. And yeah, that's pretty much the process. But I, I love the process. That's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> and do you ever think about like hiring someone eventually? And Because you're doing all this yourself, yeah. I assume. So, mm-hmm. so to either upscale or even get bigger, one is that something in mind?
0: Yeah, definitely one day I hope to get help i do i do have a lot of help from my family they do they do help me a lot with ideas and they help model and Mm. they even like my sister does some editing for my um uh pictures uh yeah so i have a lot of help with my family but because of covid right now i i'm gonna stay just myself yeah but hopefully one day i do want a team um that'd be really helpful um but yeah as of right now that it's definitely something in the the future, but that would be amazing. I I would love to have a team all wanting, loving the same thing, having the same passion would be really nice. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nah, shout out to the city uh, or Saint Vital Park for you, clean, keeping the roads clean. And, you know, We're, I'm sorry. I'm just watching the thing over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh. um have you uh experienced any obstacles because of uh, our recent situation
0: mm-hmm. definitely covid did not help um it was a little hard because uh the thrift stores did close which was my way of getting inventory mm-hmm. um which they are now open but they are not deemed essential so i am not thrifting right now but thankfully i do have inventory that i've had before um thrift stores closed um so that was definitely a little bit of a setback because i can't you know get as much inventory as i usually have um and a lot of you know curbside pickup and all of that it's not i wouldn't say a huge setback but it's just it's not uh it's not the usual of me going and looking at what i want to get and what i'd like to you know make because i get a lot of my you know like Sewing supplies and all of that from like Michaels, and I would like one of my favorite parts is shopping. Oh, all of it's my favorite part. I've been saying that (laughs) every single part is my favorite part, actually. Um, but yeah, going in and looking at you know the shelves and seeing you know oh that I could do this with or that I could do this with. It's a little hard to you know look through a whole website and see what I can do with this so I usually just have in mind what I want to do and then buy it and then pick it up on curbside so that is a little bit of a a setback but you know nothing that is stopping me (laughs) you're
1: you're still able to keep the creative
0: still going definitely yeah of course
1: so (laughs) so that was like
2: during COVID or while COVID Mm -hmm. is was there anything like before COVID that Mm -hmm. really like made you question that if I really wanted to do this or certain setbacks that you know weren't um, weren't the best.
0: Yeah, um I wouldn't say any like major ones. A lot of this is just me having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not one to, you know, like if I don't get a certain amount of sales or something, I'm not one to just be like, "Oh, this is this sucks. Like this is not good." Yeah. I I love doing this. I don't ever see myself not doing it. Um I you know, I, as I said, I love fashion. Um, I'm a very creative person and this is kind of my creative outlet. So, you know, I just, I love doing this. There's not really been any setbacks or anything, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, tough to see like if you put so much work into something and it doesn't sell or, you know, you don't get the best feedback from it, but I'm, it's something that I loved and it's something that I loved creating and making. So it, I don't think there's anything, you know, wrong or, you know, definitely like not a setback. It's just didn't get the feedback that I wanted, but that's OK. It's just
2: you live, you learn.
0: Yeah, you live and you learn. You you do what you love. And um, yeah, so I think just COVID would be the only mm-hmm. setback I really had.
2: And what does your average day look like? So you're in school, right? Or yeah. online school. yeah, I do
0: I do fully online. Yeah. Um, so I do Mom, if you're watching, I did not say this, but I do prioritize groovy Cal over my my <laughs> schoolwork, which is not the best, but I usually what, <laughs> what? Matt, you didn't Uh-oh. hear that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um uh I definitely do like when I wake up, I'm not one to be like, Yeah, let's do this homework. I'm like, yeah, let's let's sew these jeans and yeah, let's, you know, make this jewelry. Sometimes I go to bed making jewelry and wake up with like the supplies still in my bed and then I'll just make jewelry when I wake up. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely do do groovy gal more than I do my schoolwork. But I, I try to, you know, manage it well. Um, like I said, I'm a very creative person. So sitting down and doing my homework is not my favorite thing um, definitely something you just have to do. Um, but I love, I do my homework in, I actually have a room with all like my inventory and my stuff. Um, so I do my homework in there. So every time I just want like a break or anything, I just take a step back and start doing my stuff.
2: That's distracting. Yeah. uh,
0: Matt, you did not hear this, but (laughs) (laughs) they're
2: going to have a talk when they go home. (laughs) um, The drive
0: home's going to be tough, (laughs) but yeah, I definitely, I definitely try to you know, equal it out, but I do say that I would work on Groovy Gal before I work there on my go. school.
2: Because that's your passion. You yeah, love doing that, it's, right? Yeah,
0: it's something I love, and it's something I see myself doing in the future, you know, I'm not, I don't see myself, you know, being a, a doctor or scientist, which is, it definitely, everyone, do your schoolwork, yeah. but, you know, it's, this is something that I think will, you know, take me far, and, um, I will be doing the rest of my life. So it is, it is very important to me.
2: And it's great that you found your passion so early on, right?
0: Yeah, I, I'm a very, like I said, like, I'm not one to, you know, sit down and do my schoolwork. I'm someone that, like, needs to be creative. I love making clothing. I also sing. I do dance. I, you know, I do a a lot of, creative things, and I am so happy I found all these things so early because they just, especially with COVID, like, they are the only things, and my family, getting me through. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely, definitely creative creative outlet.
2: So you're, you're also on TikTok as well?
0: Yes, I so, recently started TikTok.
2: So talk about TikTok and how, how you're using that, either just to have fun or are you using that to promote your stuff as well?
0: Um, yeah, a little bit of both. Um, I actually had a personal account and my friend um actually started a tiktok for her uh clothing company and it was doing amazingly uh so i thought you know might be nice to do it for mine um i think tiktok is a great way to promote businesses because it is to get on a for you page it's definitely it's definitely not easy but it's a lot it's it's a lot easier than you know instagram to sure. promote your stuff yeah um so yeah i started that. It is a little bit of just like a a fun little <laughs> way to just show off my stuff but um i do hope that one day it will blow up a little bit i'm still working on that but yeah it is it is all for fun but yeah. is hopefully going to help me in the future
2: yeah, and a lot of, a lot of a lot of businesses do use TikTok. Right? Yeah, and
0: I think it's so smart. Yeah. And I see you guys have a TikTok. Yep, I followed it. <laughs> yeah, go, <laughs> go follow it. their TikTok. I love it. <laughs> I do. I do follow it. Um but yeah, I I, <laughs> I do think TikTok is a really good uh idea for um businesses or podcasts that are trying to grow.
1: Have you uh like do you know if you've gotten like new customers from tiktok like i guess in the states or anything like that
0: um i don't think through tiktok yet i'm i just recently started tiktok and i'm not super um super active on it i'm definitely more active on my um instagram but i actually got some people from america on my instagram which is really cool and i just sent some things out to a girl in new york city Um, and she's going to model them for me and then send me some photos, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then today I woke up to a DM from a girl that I've actually loved for a really long time. Her name's Maxie. Um, but, uh, she, I, I DM'd her a few, I think, a week ago asking if i could send her some things you know to take some pictures in and she said yeah um so i woke up to that dm this morning which i was really happy about because i've loved her for a while but she actually also lives in america so i'm glad it's getting you know more recognition not only in canada
2: yeah so was it at the the beginning was it only like winnipeg based or yeah just like your close friends and family and Mm -hmm. through word of mouth or pop-up shops and everything yeah it was
0: definitely very uh winnipeg based at the beginning and um, yeah more of just like my mom's friends would follow me <laughs> and you know my my sister's friends that I was like okay with telling yeah um but yeah it started off with that and then it got more um you know different provinces like I've been sending stuff out to Calgary and places like that um and then yeah it started getting to America so I I'm I'm happy with the progress it's making
1: yeah, and uh, so do you have any um, tips for any people who are wanting to start a small business or um, specifically a clothing? Yeah, thing? even a clothing. Like cl- I, I'm sure like clothing is hard, right? Yeah, it's not that easy
0: as. Yeah, definitely. I was. I always say this: just have fun and be yourself with it. Um, I love. Don't be a face of just a business. Be yourself too. Like I do a lot of um, polls on my Instagram stories and questions and I interact with my followers. So I think a lot of it is just, you know, being you, I post pictures of myself. So they, you know, when they buy from me, they can, you know, know how I look and, you know, just makes it more, um, personal. Um, but yeah, I definitely think having your own taste and, and your touch too. I know a lot of, um, uh, making clothing is you always want to keep up with the trends and the styles and doing your research. Um, and I think that's very important, but also do keep your style and your touch in it because that's, what's going to make it different than everyone else's. Um, yeah, the, like, I love following people that have like crazy, um, styles and I'm like, wow, I think that's really cool, but I think I would make this look, different definitely. because I think that is what I like. Um yeah, so I think definitely just doing what you think is best is um important because you know, like I said it's going to make it make you stand out from everyone else.
2: Do do you see yourself having a clothing line and other other than like thrifting and just a groovy gal clothing line in Ho- the future?
0: Yeah, hopefully one day. I do still want to keep it very uh environmentally like aware. Um, I do want to keep it um, good for the environment. So hopefully like some biodegradable um, yeah. fabrics and stuff like that. But I do hope that one day I can, you know, venture out a little bit from thrifted clothing. Um, yeah, I think that would be really cool. But I do want to stick with my, my roots and my reasonings for why I started this and that is the environment. Um, so yeah, hopefully that will one day come about.
2: Well, that's awesome. I, I think I think that wraps it up.
0: Beautiful. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thanks for coming.
0: <laughs> Thank you for having me.
2: Uh, if you haven't already, you probably hit the subscribe button. that will help us out a little bit.
0: Subscribe <laughs> to them, please. I love their I love their YouTube videos.
2: I appreciate it. And also check out Mia and her Groovy Gal Clothing, all linked in the description below. Thank you. We're on UMFM Radio every Tuesday at eleven thirty a.m. and we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts every Tuesday. So check it out go check us out there other than that until next time peace guys Woo.